Like Superman trainer, real, real rare, like Super Sam Manga. I jump, stomp, stomp on Lucifer Satan. Now I got a few rings on Jupiter skating. I meant to say Saturn, switched up the pattern. Smoking on some shatter, got me higher than a ladder. Thanks, I'm flatter, my baby mama batter. You look like Mick Jagger. Oops, a grease splatter. Hot, hot, Ooh. jumping out the grease. It's a whole lot of degrees. About to come about the fleece, please, please. Shh. I don't want to hear a beat. Trying to catch some sleep. Trying to count some sheep. Hot, damn, hot water, hot shower. Hot Atlanta smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say a surgeon, I'm a call a man out. Read, fellas. What up, everybody? <laughs> what up? Welcome, coming to you pre-recorded from the fourth floor on Reed Street Studios, it's Reed Fellas, this is Jordan Reed, over there we got Morgan Reed, over and here. your host, <laughs> Jamal Reed. Oh, hello, Is I'm recording and I'm not in Reed Street Studios actually, I'm hosting from Oregon Wood, Woodburn, Coming Oregon. To you pre-recorded from two separate locations. Yup. This is episode eighty-two of Reed, fellas. I can hardly Shit, see yeah, Morgan. She's laying on the floor. I have to look over a table to see her face. You can see me. I can see her. She says. <laughs> um. Once again, toying, toying with levels, making sure levels are good <laughs> over here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how how are you? We're recording to you uh, pre-recorded on uh, Tuesday. We us- I usually like to do these over the weekend. I feel like they're more uh, a little more lively, a little more refreshed. I haven't had you know a full day mm. of work and other bullshit to bring. But thanks to Jamal's Jum- uh, the Corona, so he postponed it. He had a two day Corona lapse. Mm, mm, mm. This is a migraine. This is just a migraine. Corona grain. No corona. Mm. <clears throat> so we're doing this on a Tuesday, and it will drop in two days. So at least what you guys hear right now will be very up to date. Hopefully, no news, crazy news happens over the next two days. So everything you hear will be like uh, pretty up to date. So. <laughs> <laughs> very Hopefully. Important. Because <laughs> we always give you the the hot takes on the on very topical shit. Yeah, like last. You guys week, been keeping we, up with the news? Yeah, like last week going into uh, Goodfellas, talking about Goodfellas. Very timely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we got we got a we got a doozy. We got a doozy for you. We got a quite quite the sode. Next sode probably not as much because hopefully we'll do it over the weekend. So we'll only have a couple. But it's days. a Memorial Day weekend. We got a three day weekend on our palms. That's true. That's true. On our what? Palms. On our palms. Hands. <laughs> Part of the hand. Arnold palms. There we go. Wait, Morgan. Is there what are you something doing? there? What are you talking about? Morgan's laying on her back right now. I'm laying on my, on my back. I feel like you'll, you're less likely yeah. to note take if you're in that position. I know. That was the first thing I thought of. 
She just implemented Whoa. a new note-taking strategy last week, and here's now she's the, on her back. Here's the issue is I've been sitting in that stupid chair all day, and I, I just can't. Morgan bringing hot energy. <laughs> <laughs> hot energy. She's got those Animal Crossing vibes over there. How's Animal Crossing? How's, how's it going? Our bells. Our I don't bells know. Why don't, why don't you uh, <laughs> So <laughs> The Animal Crossing update is that uh, Jordan is the animal crosser. No, we do our own things. I play for about an hour in the morning. The sometimes. only reason why I'm playing so much <laughs> is because we've Morgan has decided to delve into <laughs> purchasing season three of 90 Day Fiance and, before the 90 days. And have every intention of purchasing season four. I feel like it's a it's only something you can indulge in during quarantine. And to be perfectly honest, um, I mean, there are times where it's like, okay, I've had enough, you mm-hmm. know. But sometimes it's enjoyable to just get lost in the trashiest of bad television. And, like, it's funny to, like, you know, you make jokes and... Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just hard. Yeah, I see what you Like, there's a fatigue to the jokes you can make because it's just sort of the same. <laughs> right. It's bad relationships falling, fall, falling into the same traps over and over and over again. So it's like, how many times are we going to look over at each other and have the look on our face like, yeah, really? I mean, I definitely want to see season four for reasons we already know. But I definitely don't think the quantity of episodes and the the length of episodes are required. Not at all. I mean, the quantity, well, there's only like 10, 12 episodes, which, yeah, that's too much. And they definitely, and they're each two, like hours. two hours long. I mean, you're watching a movie every That's episode. crazy. And it's yeah. just, I mean, we already went over this last week, but they repeat themselves so often. It's, it's, that's the most annoying part. I mean. For sure. Mm-hmm. Seeing the same scene. Yeah. 50 times before it's like, you see it. And then you're going to see it again because they're going to flash back to it. Right. And tell y'all, like, so they do the whole c- coming up thing and they do teasers for in the show the scene and then you finally see the scene mm-hmm. and then of course they flash back to the scene so it's like how many times right. are we going to see this yeah but you know i feel like it's a once in a lifetime quarantine opportunity and and we're getting... i've made it very clear this is quarantine <laughs> only yeah which is why i want to get to season four because the quarantine is looking like it's about to be over pretty soon here. for real oh man but yeah um animal crossing update you know i mean i've expanded my house as much as you can um so there's no more of that i've gotten really into the wardrobe there's a limit there's a limit yeah, she has I'll a max that uh, out. She has a uh the main room, three brooms that branch off of that main room, then there's an upstairs and a basement. That's yeah. how big the house gets. Um at least now. I mean Nintendo does updates, maybe it'll Sure. I've gotten yeah. really into the outfit aspect of the game. <laughs> That's what it other than that, you just kind of uh make bells for me and and you are the island architect so 
Yeah. I just watch watch 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, I made a basketball court in the game. It's a basketball hoop. That's my big contribution. <laughs> and yeah, watch a 90 Day Fiance. I mean, this show is so bad. <laughs> There's a pleasure Here's, in it, though. But okay, so we even tried to watch. 90 Day Fiance, like the actual show. I bailed on that. And then, yeah, I was like, this this is not... What do you mean? This oh, you is what happened. you watch it on TV? Yeah, so we go... Well, no, there's on Hulu, cer- on, Yeah, there's certain seasons available on Hulu. And there's 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. There's 90 Day Fiance. There's 90 Day Fiance... Where are they In now, space. There's or, like a yeah. bunch of offshoots. Right. What the fuck? And so I was like, well... You know, after we finished the first season of Before the 90 Days, we were like, you know, maybe we'll see what what the the flagship show is all about, right? 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. We watch one episode of a season. We're like, we don't like any of these people. I'm not interested in hearing from any of these people ever again. So we go back a couple seasons um, and we start with that one. I'd say we got, what, four episodes in? No, we got two. We watched oh, two. really? Wow. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I am super down to bail on this whole thing. I think before the 90 days is where it's at because in 90 Day Fiance, first of all, I am not interested in the love that has been found between these two people. And, mm. and all it is is them. I mean, if it was at all like legitimate if it felt like oh wow these two people deserve to be together that's not what this is that's not what any reality no reality show is (laughs) trying to show you true love right trying to show you some fucking drama but the drama is like will my family approve like let's meet have them meet all the family members one by one who are all very skeptical and i'm like this shit that's the problem they've already met Whack. In their country, and now it's them coming to the U.S. and they got ninety days, and so the whole every episode is them just meeting their family and their family just blank facing this person like we don't approve. Yeah, <laughs> so, and so I'm like, I'm much more into the delusion of I'm them so in love with this time. person yeah. who I've been talking to on the internet for three years and. We're going to meet for the first time and get engaged and everything's going to be super just, you know, I can't wait. I love him. So first of all, the conversations these people have all the entirety the whole of depth. the content is I love you so much, baby. I love you. I love you more. Oh, I love you so much. I love you. Baby, I'd never, I'd never do you wrong, baby. It's insane. <laughs> they know nothing about each other. And the real fun for me is the whole, uh, yeah, is the whole, like, seeing each other for the first time, no one being excited, like, forcing themselves to be like, I hope I still am in love with this person, even though they don't like who they are as a person, or they're very disappointed in the way they look, or, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just so ridiculous to me that they're like still trapped up in this, like, but I've been telling myself this story that this is going to work out. And yeah. so 
I'm the just only gonna... thing that will suffice is a marriage proposal. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. It doesn't the matter how much I don't like this person. I just want to. They want to be proposed married. by the end of the vacation. So it's we've never met. I'm gonna fly to some fucking crazy country, and mm. uh, complain about the culture and over and over and over again. No, but the best part is when they finally see each other in like the airport for the first time yeah and you see like the either the excitement or like the faux excitement of them be like yay like yeah all they've they just seen them on snapchat with filters on and stuff whatever <laughs> the entire relationship and now they see him in real life and they're like oh it's you right and then there's like goes to them as a talking head and they're like they look a little different, <laughs> like just the <laughs> obvious disappointment. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so before a bit fatter than I thought. But... Before the ninety days is definitely where my jam is at, and um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's the better, the better show, and uh, I was gonna say something, and then I totally forgot. Anyway, it's a lot of, like, first-time interactions, whereas, like, these other people, they've already decided to bring them over, and it's more of, like, a... It's too far along for me. <laughs> yeah. It's trash television, but... Uh, so let's cleanse the palate with something non-trash. The last episodes yeah. of The Last Dance have aired. Holy fuck. The conclusion fucking great probably the best sports documentary i've ever seen yeah super good yeah we actually ended up watching it we realized that they were made available to us uh like late a, sunday like 11 o'clock at night on sunday yeah so we we powered through them required no powering no yeah <laughs> you you've uh you're caught up jamal you've seen them all I am caught up. I've seen it. I've seen it all. How familiar were were you with um, that whole saga before watching this? Um, not at all, really. I mean, I didn't even know Scottie Pippen or Dennis Rodman were, were Bulls players. I had heard. I obviously <laughs> wow. knew. I knew who Dennis Rodman was. Obviously, I had seen him. Who he is now? And I had always heard Scottie Pippen's name growing up. I did not know that's what he looked like. <laughs> I'd never seen him before. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and then none of the other guys. I was like, I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Um, some of the people on like the other teams, they like because they were like in Space Jam. Like, uh, what's his name? Patrick uh, e- Ewing. Is that right? Patrick Ewing. Muggsy, yeah, Muggsy Bogues. Oh, they don't really feature Muggsy Bogues, but he's they're in not going Jam. to Muggsy. Charles Barkley, Muggsy. Yeah, they're going to Charles Barkley. Um, I don't know who Charles Barkley was. Again, I didn't know like what team he played for or any shit like that. Hmm? Um, I only knew Hello? that Michael Jordan. You can hear me. Where are you at, Jamal? I think we lost Jamal. You cannot hear me. I can hear you. Oh, there we go. Oh, now I, I can hear you now. <laughs> okay <laughs> what about charles i could hear you guys the whole time um <laughs> uh as i only thing i knew was uh that michael jordan was a bulls player 
that that's all I really knew. And that he's in dope shit. I don't even think I knew they won six championships. I mean, I wouldn't think so if you didn't even know who Scotty Pippen was. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I'm saying I didn't know that Michael Jordan did that. You didn't yeah. know he played basketball. I mean, not yeah. not that he's the only one who did that, but that, that he had that credit um, under his under his bun. So, yeah, no, it was all it was very interesting. Su- super good documentary. Um, the drama, man, the fucking drama. Of these things and these games. He's like going to game seven like every time almost. You well, that's I mean? like, that's like, actually fuck. the craziest part is that's mm-hmm. why Michael Jordan is so great. He's never been taken to a game seven in the NBA Finals. All six championships they won in game six or before. Before he went to game seven and you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm fucking. He saying. only you went to game saying. seven twice in the playoffs, yeah. and once was against the Indiana Pacers in that last season. Mm. But but I, the back and the fourth man. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> back the These fucking point. close calls and like they'll get fucking get their ass whooped and Michael Jordan will be like, nah, and come back and like destroy it. He finds these things within himself and he'll just fucking, it just takes one person just saying something to him. And then you find out years later that he made it up. He just made it up. <laughs> and then that was still enough. Something that didn't even happen was enough to drive him to fucking obliterate not just the other team, but like a one player in particular, like humiliate them and fucking just by just by being that much better than them and shit. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. And he it's like crazy. This the the whole him just being able to turn that on is so crazy. A yeah. lot of people you feel like you know like they'll get um, jaded or whatever, or they'll get um, humiliated by a player and so they'll be like they'll set their sights on a player and try to set out to do the same thing that michael did but they'll come up short or whatever you know it's, it's almost like the, yeah. that that emotion like makes them the play way. worse you know because yeah. now yeah but yeah. no it's like the seeing that drive the actual prize yeah seeing michael being able to just be like this is what's going to happen and then have it happen yeah right. <laughs> and, and doing it <laughs> to the fullest extent it's fucking insane uh, and like when the, he, uh, the illness are we going into? Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Was yes, unbelievable. Oh, the flu mm-hmm. game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, holy smokes! Being a kid and watching, I mean, that's the that's the season I remember the most because I was the oldest when that happened. You know, before that, I don't even think. I mean, I can't draw memories of the first three feet. I just have, it's almost like there's no beginning to my love of Michael Jordan, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. it just faded into my memory of me always mm-hmm. yeah, looking up to him as like, because, you know, it's my, I'm super young when he's doing this, you know? And I'm like eight years old when they win their sixth championship. And I just, you know, I, just, I remember, of course I can't like remember all the details of the game when I first watched it. I remember that we did watch it though, and it was on the TV. And I remember being amped up and being super excited and just the tension of that whole ending of him hitting that mid range shot to put them in the lead. And, but then it becomes like this thing where I can't remember, like the, obviously the vividness of it comes from after the fact that, you know, I've seen that shot so many times and just highlight reels and 
so on and mm-hmm. so forth. But I mean, I remember watching that game uh, and just like being so mad at John Stockton. I remember just the emotion I had at John Stockton, like as a villain, you know, mm-hmm. like these, like at, at him hitting that three pointer at the end and being like, Oh my fucking, like, like the bulls can't lose what's going on. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Which game? Which game are you talking the, about? The game six. So John Stockton hits a three pointer and they go up by three or they go up by, uh, yeah, they go up by three and then it was just like, ah, but then immediately Michael Jordan runs down the court and he hits an easy layup. Like he just fucking blasts. He hits a layup within four seconds and then the Utah jazz mm-hmm. bring it down. Carl Malone is guarded by Dennis Rodman, doesn't see Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan gets the steal on Carl Malone, and then he brings it oh, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he hits that uh, game-winning shot. And, I mean, that just whole, that whole sequence is so crazy. And then yeah. we just, I don't know about we, I just watched, Morgan was in the room for part of it, but the whole, the whole game six is available to watch on YouTube. So I just watched the whole thing from start to finish. Mm. And, I mean... I I don't remember Carl Malone. I mean, I always knew that Carl Malone was good, but he plays real good in in that last game. He gets like, I mean, not as good as Michael. I think his his uh, scoring percentage is actually better than Michael's, but he fucking. I mean, especially in the first half, he's killing it, and it's just like, dang, this guy is so good. It's actually you feel bad like all these people that played in the era of Michael Jordan. That were so yeah. good, <laughs> never got a championship yeah. because of him just taking it from them. Yeah. <laughs> so Carl Malone never won one. Charles Barkley never won one. I mean, it's just it's it's brutal. Being it's so it's like you. I feel like that whole era of Michael Jordan doesn't even people forget how many other great players there were. I mean, just being in his shadow, it's just it's it's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, t- you're talking about like what you do and don't remember. I just like people's recall of all of these games is astounding to me. You mean the it doesn't make any fucking sense. In the yeah, that makes it, it's it, fucking crazy. I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, I think it's nuts. They remember like specific things about it. Yeah, like and they're like cutting them through multiple people talking about the same th- I, I don't know it's just crazy to me that they would remember all that shit well they're that's their career yeah do you remember things that happened to you <laughs> <laughs> i mean like <laughs> not the players even just like the com- I don't know, the sports other commentator guys, I don't know, it's crazy it's also their job yeah i guess it's not that nuts but it is <laughs> especially nuts. i mean when they're adults weird. when big moments like that happen i mean i feel like you know they're mm-hmm. in their 20s and 30s when you're like yeah 20 years from now i feel like you'll remember i mean as major a, moments that happened to you as a right non-sports <laughs> fan like as someone who doesn't watch sports the idea of remembering moments of any game in in any sport are just yeah that's probably like, what it is i mean obviously yeah. i have no hope in hell of, of that ever happening um but if you're an NBA player or a sports commentator or, you know, a sports writer or something, it's I can easily see how you would remember things like that because <laughs> they're fucking groundbreaking 
their impact like holy shit like this has never happened yeah it's their whole life yeah (laughs) yeah and i do this every day and especially that i mean that shot that he hits is regarded as probably one of the greatest moments in nba history so it's like everyone remembers that shit who's (laughs) who's seen it i'll tell you what made me a little emotional is uh is the steve kerr Oh yeah, Steve! What a what a sweetheart that guy! Is. Oh my gosh, he made me cry. He just seems like the nicest guy. Just the sweetest fucking guy. First of all, they're on the bench, and Michael's like, whisk, <laughs> like mumbling under his breath, like he has hey, the Gatorade hey, cup ready? in front of his face, just like game face on. And fucking Steve Kerr, who's like looks like he is fifteen, is like. <laughs> Oh, what? He's like, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. He's like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. so fucking Michael excited. just gives him just the briefest, just like, hey, <laughs> hey, Kurt, like, get ready. Like, yeah. the ball's coming to you. Like, <laughs> like, like, trying to be, like, secretive about it. And yeah. then Kurt, like, as it dawns on him what MJ is calling upon him to do, I mean, he's like, the, oh, yeah. The yeah, level I'll, I'll be ready. of adrenaline and excitement <laughs> yeah. that shoots through his body is just palpable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Dad. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Yeah. And then that he makes it like, I don't yeah. know. I was just so fucking happy for him. And then his speech afterwards was fun. was funny. Like, you know. It was, yeah. It was just the whole thing. I bail was Michael out again. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and you know mm-hmm. how Michael hates being in these situations. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always looked up to Steve Kerr as a kid because he was just he won the three point shooting competition one year. And I was like, oh, that, that's that, that, that's that would be my place in the NBA. I'm yeah. the white kid who could shoot three. <laughs> right. So like, that's why. <laughs> and then um, he then, uh, I don't know if you guys know, you guys probably aren't familiar with sports, but he coaches the Golden State Warriors. Oh, I'm familiar because uh, before we started watching this documentary, when we were just hearing that it was out, <laughs> Jordan goes... <laughs> And I thought you said Steph Kerr, just to be, just, uh-huh. which is close mm, enough to Steph Curry, I would I would think. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan said something like, yeah, we get to see Steve Kerr like, and Michael or something like that. And I go, how old is he? And he is <laughs> like, well, I don't know, or whatever you said. And I was like, the guy who plays for Golden State, the Golden State Warriors, right? Like, I know four names, you know, like, and, and he is one of them. And uh, and Jordan's like, uh, he is the coach for the Golden State Warriors. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I could have sworn that I heard all about Steph Curry, like, playing in all these games. And Jordan, the look of disappointment on his face. He <laughs> shook his head and was like, that is... Uh... Stephen Curry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve Kerr is the same name. Pretty f- fucking close enough. Yeah. it's I can understand the, the mix-up there. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he coaches it. So he's continuing to, to rack up championship rings. But, uh, yeah, fucking great, great doc. Yeah. And if uh, any of you guys out there haven't seen it, I mean, it is quarantine gold, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
What other what other shit have we watched? Rewind. We watched a documentary called Rewind. Have you heard of this, Jamal? Okay. It's no. uh it's about a a boy who's he it's like him telling the story of his childhood and it's a lot of uh home videos that he's his father had recorded since he was like a toddler up until whenever. But anyways, it's a real downer of a film. He's uh, sexually molested by um, everyone in his, his family. family. <laughs> I mean, it's which, so which nuts. at first you're like, what the hell? Uh, but then, you know, I mean, which you've heard, you know, I think most people have heard like when you're molested as a child, like that's, you grow up to yeah, like it's that's the the sort of the curse of it is like it's passed along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of what vampires yeah feel like base their whole lore off of. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so yeah, it's his uncle who is the kind of as far back as we traced it, like his old the his his, the his dad's molester. oldest brother, yeah, <laughs> who was very violent and evil. Um who molested his two younger brothers, one of which, so the middle brother, ends up birthing a son who he molests. And so, yeah, so it's his two uncles and his cousin, cousin who, uh, yeah, just like violently raped Well, the uncle, the oldest uncle is the violent one. The other right. ones are gentle, they say in the document. Right. And, the da- <laughs> and then still- the dad... Jesus. The dad is like, oh, yeah, we knew it was true because they did the same shit to me when I was a kid. And it's like, oh, cool, bro. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, his mom talks about how, like, I would have been all of a sudden, fucking all of a sudden, he, the, the subject irate. of the doc, the subject of the doc is acting like as a child. He starts like he was really fun and, and sweet. And then all of a sudden, he was very quiet and suicidal and stuff, you know, as a very, as a kid. And they're like, what's going on? And they have a psychiatrist and all this stuff. And the entire time, the dad makes no mention of Meanwhile, him. he's being accused of molesting his son. Oh, yeah, because the son has a uh, lesion on his penis. Mm-hmm. So they're like, what happened here? And then mm-hmm. the doctor that the mom asks about it is like, uh, you don't want to open that door because as soon as you open that door, your husband is going to be like arrested and stuff so and she's like well and i think they're like well open the door anyway because (laughs) we don't want whatever's happening to continue happening here right well because it was (laughs) happening to his little sister too but not as not as uh as much yeah i'm not sure uh i think it was only the the, (laughs) only the cousin who was who was hurting her but but yeah, so so Jeez. turns out the dad had been molested by his older brothers, one of which was very sweet to him, and they are best of friends. This is the child's godfather, mm-hmm. the, the nice molester, and then the older one. Yeah, they just all come over. Yeah, for the older one, the old mean one. He's like a very prominent figure in this big Jewish. Yeah, he's a church. Singer. He's like an opera singer guy, and he like su- sung for the Pope, and he sung and he did, and he's like the main and like one of the main New York churches or whatever. And so he is like has all these connections, and when he ends up going on trial, um, 
for doing this because the fucking kid who gets mo- the subject of the doc, he fucking like testifies like straight like it's like this crazy thing for a kid to testify uh yeah. you know in public he's very things. young also like and, but he fucking they like in the doc it's like a triumphant moment like he yeah, fucking for sure straight Kills up it. like doesn't waver at all and like they like the defense tries to be like the defense for this fucking guy's like but you know like are you sure? Well, he wasn't like a hundred pounds heavier or a hundred hundred pounds lighter. So it looked like it your looked uncle. like your uncle. And he was like, "No, it was him." Like he's like, yeah. that, <laughs> it was my uncle. I know my wow. uncle." And then they're like, "So, but are you sure? Like he could have like looked a little different." And then he's like, "Look, man, like if my mom gained a hundred pounds or lost hundred pounds, <laughs> I'd still know it was my mom, <laughs> yeah. and I know it was him." Right. <laughs> it's like, and like the whole like jury's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but then this guy with his connections and stuff, he gets. Uh, like a fucking plea deal and serves like 12 months yeah. probation basically. And, what? and the uncle, the sweet uncle, right. <laughs> fucking, God, he gets, <laughs> like, he gets like uh, 17 years. Se- yeah. 17 years, 17 to 22 or something. And then the, and then, the cousin, and then his son, the sweet uncle's son, son cousin, who's also a molester. He gets, I think the same amount of time, but he dies in like four years. Yeah. They don't say how. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Possible drug, possible. But he's in prison. I don't know. Wow. The Shanking. I don't know. Child <laughs> molesters <laughs> don't do true. too well. I feel like they would mention that. Um, but yeah. Anyway. So that was uplifting. Yeah. So we watched that for a nice uplifting <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and uh, speaking of uplifting, we also watched uh, Mark Norman's special. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. I, have, I, I watched it. Nice. Was that the first time you've seen that material? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there might be a, a couple of jokes in there that I saw him do, like, late night or something. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was like 90% of it was, was fresh to me, so... Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I've I've He's seen it all before, but I mean, it's just such a solid. I mean, if you're like a fan of stand-up comedy, like this is a fucking go-to special as far as just like someone who who writes joke. Like if you're just if you're tired of stand-up specials where there's like a certain style of special I feel where it is more storytelling, but it's more like the punchlines are isn't this a crazy situation? You know? Yeah. yeah like, yeah, that's yeah. the whole premise of, like, this is crazy. Right. Isn't that nuts? And, like, just let that sink in. Like, fucking. And it's, like, amusing. And it's, like, ah. Oh. But that's not what Mark Norman. Mark Norman is a joke writer. And he he's just, yeah. it's rapid fire. Just. And it's, like, hits all of the taboo subjects. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Funny how. Oh, is that Goodfellas? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Morgan's a hardcore Goodfellas fan. Uh, we also watched... Oh, we're moving on? Oh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> we, we could move on. <laughs> we also watched Jojo Rabbit. We watched Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I want to see that. It was okay. It was all right. You haven't mm. seen it yet, man? I was hoping we could talk about it. Oh, well. No, I haven't seen it. 
it's it's tonally very odd. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It's like they try to dip, dip they dip between it because it's a comedy, but sort they, of. You know, no, it's a straight up comedy. Okay, but they try to dip it into like, but let's also do some like let everyone know that we know that Nazis are bad. That Nazis are bad, <laughs> and the, and this was a very serious situation, yeah. <laughs> and it's just. Mm-hmm. I felt like all those moments didn't need to be had. And there's one particular moment at the end where it's like, I don't know what tone they're going for with this. Like, is this supposed to be funny or is this supposed to be tragic? I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some there's some chuckle-worthy moments. Scarlett Johansson's great. Uh, yeah. You, guys, you should watch it, I guess. <laughs> I'll watch it. We'll do, we'll do a full dive. I'd be, I'd be curious week. to see what you think about it. Movie rental of the week, Jojo Rabbit. That's going to be yours. I wouldn't say it's mine. No. My my rental of the week is, is go. it's for free on YouTube. You can watch Mark Norman's special. Watch that. Yeah. Or rewind. I'd say rewind is worth it. I thought it was well done. Um, if you want to watch something like that, I mean, we basically just gave away the whole thing. <laughs> I but. know it's kind of, I'm not sure it'll be as impactful <laughs> if you don't let it unfold. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, it, pretty early in the documentary, you realize this kid's been abused as a child. They don't, you don't really know to what extent. And then in almost a confusing fashion, you're, it starts to unravel and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like all three of these guys <laughs> fucked with this kid. Like it's just it's baffling. <laughs> like you're expecting like what? It's almost like a who done it. I felt like like which one of these guys is the guy who who abused this kid? And it's like no, everybody did. And it's just like Jesus. It's so crazy. Uh, yeah. You know what we never talked about we we finished watching the first season of Devs, a Hulu oh, yeah. show. Um, created by I gave up Alex I gave Garland. up on on devs I saw the first like two episodes maybe maybe the maybe the first three I thought the I first, first episode game. itself was good I actually really liked the pilot yeah I thought yeah. it brought up a lot of interesting uh, ideas also mm-hmm. brought up uh, also just some cool production design you know but. I mean, as it went on, the the characters were so bland. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. didn't like any of the characters, and I just became disinterested. But we we fall through. I mean, there's only eight episodes. We fall through to the end, and I mean, there's they do this thing. So it's I don't know. I we can give it away. There's basically the whole devs. So it's about uh, basically a Google-esque company that has all this power, and the company is called Amaya, and they're working on a secret project called Devs that no one knows what it's about, but you get led into it. I'm not going to go into full details here, but basically it's a, myster- it's a mystery for most of the show what Devs actually does. But basically what it does is you can actually look into the past and the future but it's not it's not like a video camera where you're like seeing recorded history or whatever. It's like you're seeing history. 
Like you're actually like, this is like, it's almost like a, it's time traveling, but only through video, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just watching a recording. It's like, you're seeing it happen live because it's give it, it's unfolding for you. But like basically it like understands every molecule in the universe and how it interacts. Therefore it has the predictive capabilities to know exactly how things will un- unfold in the future and shit. Anyways, it gets to the point where they can see the future and, but then it stops working up to a certain point in time and they've seen it happen. Like the main, the CEO of the company, he's seen it happen a million times. So he knows exactly how everything's going to unfold. And even knowing that he shows it to the girl, the new girl who's learning what devs is and crazy and stuff. And she watches it happen and then it unfolds and the whole time they like, this is just like most of the ideas I'm I'm thinking are kind of cool, but this whole idea that if you see the future and that you're that now that is set in stone, like that's not how it works, you know, like, Basically, it's like they see, they're seeing the future, and they they can do nothing to change it. Whatever they do, it they always end up doing exactly what devs shows them. They say the same things. They say they're like, even though I know exactly what I'm going to say right now, I can't help but say it exactly as I've seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck this. This is not how shit unfolds. Mm-hmm. Like you, the sure, I don't, I don't believe in free will, but that's a whole separate subject. But yeah. But you you don't have free will, but the things that happen in reality are due to whatever inputs that you've been given into your brain and, you know, whatever forces that happen upon you as well. But the moment that you see your own future, that's a new input, and therefore you can change exactly what you've seen. If you'd never see the future and someone else sees it and doesn't interact with your reality, then sure, you probably have, that's a pretty accurate depiction of what will happen. Mm -hmm. But if your goal is to, is solely not to live out exactly what you've seen and you're just helpless (laughs) to do it is just, is just not true. (laughs) <laughs> like because that's what because that's what like basically the climax is, is this chick being like she sees what's going to happen like oh i'm supposed to go to devs and it's going to be a big showdown i just won't go to devs like <laughs> she says that and she ends up going to devs and it's like mm-hmm. why would you a if your main goal is to not go throw your keys in the garbage disposal <laughs> i mean or or <laughs> drive in the opposite direction to, yeah. to pretend like you're going to stay at your house and there's not going to be agents that are going to come there and murder your boyfriend to make you go to death. I mean, it's just like obvious shit that it's like, if your goal is to not, I don't know, it's, you get what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's like yeah. this whole idea of you not being able to change what you've already seen is such horseshit. The moment so, someone shows you a moment in time where you say your favorite movie is fucking Serpico. And then you get to that moment in your life, you could say a different fucking movie, okay? Like, it's not, yeah. There's no, yeah. there's no force preventing you from doing that. Yeah. 
So yeah, the show was a yeah, bust. Pretty retarded. <laughs> yeah, but other than yeah, that, Alex Garland, unfortunately, I feel like he's on a downward trend so far. I don't know. Well, I mean, it is TV, and I feel like a lot of it was trying to stretch to make it a series. You know, it's like a lot of these ideas I felt like could have been done in a movie, but for some reason, yeah, but they weren't. I know. I'm not. I'm saying downward trend. Yeah. But fucking Ex Machina is hella good. It doesn't take anything away from Ex Machina. No, Ex Machina is phenomenal. But Annihilation, pretty, pretty eh. It is pretty eh. eh. There's things I like about Annihilation in retrospect. There is a lot of weird choices, I'd say. And some of the acting I felt like was kind of jarringly bad. But um, it, has, it's had, it has its moments... And it has the ideas, you know. It has idea seeds. Alex Garland has those idea seeds. Yeah, you need to sit on them longer and and make something dope with it, Alex. <laughs> you bitch. Is it Joe Rogan who keeps fucking hyping how f- fabulous Outsider, the Outsider, Outsider? Yeah, he, he he really loves I Outsider, just... the Outsider, HBO show. I just don't. But it's not good. It's not a good show at all. Not a good show. (laughs) Can we talk about uh, Snapchat for a second? Sure. Sure. I just, the other day, let me pull this up. The other day, you know how like every every single holiday team Snapchat will send you a team Snapchat, happy Father's Day, happy Mother's Day, happy Halloween, happy Earth Day bullshit? Sure. Gotcha. Um, I got a team Snapchat thing the other day, uh, from it's see will dance, see will rap, see will invite some familiar faces like Guy Fieri, uh, Lisa Koshi and his Bel Air family to join him on will from home only on Snapchat. It's like a Will Smith thing. Hmm. (laughs) What, Mm -hmm. What the fuck are they doing? I don't know, maybe it's like Quibi or something. But it's like the trashiest of the trashy. First of all, I fucking already hate Snapchat. <laughs> Does anybody still use this? I don't know. I don't Jamal is the only one who uses it. J- because Jamal uses it is the only reason why I'm still on it. Same. Because I like getting his snaps oh, and sweet. I'll send him things via snap. But like this, I don't, I mean, I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. I don't do these things. I feel like it's a much healthier way to live your life. My life, you know, everyone else could do whatever the fuck they want, but I feel like these things are bad, especially for kids. But, uh, mm-hmm. like, if you go to, I don't know, you swipe right or whatever to see people's stories, and then underneath their stories, there's, it's a, there's a four... It's just a bunch of But it says it's a four-you section, and it's just trash. It's just... <laughs> The it's ultimate all, like, tabloid bullshit. Funny. I mean, I mean, let me just pull it up and just read a couple. There's a uh, a few people, and they're obviously just like like slutty Kardashian esque chicks, you know. Mm-hmm. With these, I guess they probably have huge sure. followings on this. La Demi, uh, Mia Khalifa, Xenia, Chumi. Like, I got like they're just like chicks with filters on their face that look like they got fuck me face on and stuff <laughs> and then like the one next to that is 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 my acne is beautiful and there is a chick who has acne that is 
not beautiful. It is a problem. Like it is. Don't accept this. It's you need to go to the hospital. Like look at this chick's face. It's crazy. It's like bad. Like it's bad. I mean, there's just one of them says uh, Michael Jordan was wild in the '90s. I mean, it's just like. It's just shit like that, like the stuff that you would find at the bottom of an art of, of, of like a, a shitty website. Yeah. At the very bottom of an article, it's just like a bunch of like, did Robert Robert De Niro murder his son? Uh-huh. Like it's just like shit like that, where the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's uh. <laughs> Twilight star found dead at thirty. It's all shit like that, man, and I just. Mm. it's uh <laughs> it's just i don't understand like, it's all clickbait it's all clickbaity who, who spends their days nonsense. looking at that stuff yeah. enough people huh i guess so anyways i just wanted to bring that up because i mean i was i'm fine with it but it notifies me now if will smith wants to <laughs> tell me something so that's great uh <laughs> i'm sorry sorry to hear that you guys didn't get this? No, guys, I don't. I don't I ever look at one. my Snapchat. That one's, that one's just for you, buddy. Fuck, man. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm special. I don't know. Oh, Jamal, you sent uh, you sent us a poem the other day. Uh, yeah, that was that was very beautiful. The oh, very I beautiful did, huh? poem. Yeah. No, I didn't. See I don't know. If you, did you want to? I can play it on the pod if you if if you feel. I mean, it yeah, is. It's I a very personal. Sure. It's very personal. I don't know if you feel comfortable. I don't. I don't mind. Are you sure? Because, I mean, I was actually touched when I heard it. I just feel like um, if it's if it's something Thank that you. you feel vulnerable enough to, to share. and um, Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, fuck it. You could, you could play it if you want. I think we should. I mean, I think that the people should hear your sweet side, you know? I think the people deserve to know okay. that you have that sort of depth, you know? Yeah, well, I appreciate that. That means a lot, man. Okay, I'm, I'm, and I'm glad you liked it. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to give the title away before I play it because I feel like it's just let it, let it immerse over the listener, you know. Okay. Okay, so here we go. This is Jamal's poem. <clears throat> Jabba the Hut has no butt, by Jamal Reed. Jabba the Hut has no butt, so how the heck does he poo? Has he a hatch instead of an ass that flaps open when he goes number two? And if Jabba the Hutt has a hatch for a butt, one may wonder if he's able to toot. Would the gas make a slap as it exits the flaps from a hatch that we've only assumed for argument's sake, let's say Jabba can make all the noises the rest of us do. Could we then infer that a turbulent stir in the gut of a hut is bad news? Nice. Beautiful. Thank you. Very Thank you. touching. I think it hits, I hits yeah, a, no, it, on a very huge... Huh? I think it hits on a very huge philosophical question that many of us have had. 
like maybe not out loud, yeah. but deep down, I sure. feel like it's it's something we've all at least felt, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, I was feeling very driven and inspired to to it just sort of came flowing out of me, and I don't know. Yeah. It, what was the inspiration behind this? Um, a burning question. Really, uh, we just watched Star Wars. Um, not the one with Jabba the Hutt in it. We watched the new one. And so I was just sort of in a Star Wars mindset. Well, and it was almost the absence of Jabba the Hutt that made you think of the absence of his butt. One could say, um, yes. Um, yeah, and I was hanging out with uh, with the kids and, and, and uh, it, the, the, the rhyme scheme of of hut and butt beautiful struck me as as uh as an exact rhyme that 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 needed further exploring and so uh i wrote the initial the first stanza and then i just sort of put a pin in it and then sort of like in a feverish um sudden i sort of i i penned the rest of it uh, at like three in the morning that night and then I recorded it because I wanted to get the uh, the pacing down. And then I was I just sent it to some some people who were very close to me in my life. I sent it to you and Morgan, and I sent it to Ian. And I think that was it. Um, and then I, the next morning, I made a I actually made a video uh, with uh, you know to go along with it, and I posted that on on Instagram. So if you're if you're feeling um, like checking that out. Uh, in further uh, uh, detail, you can check that out. Well, I've already mentioned Instagram. I don't have Instagram, but I'm glad that I got off. Not you. I'm a... addressing the listeners at this point. But. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, pretty great. Pretty great. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, here's another crazy question. Uh, Louis Vuitton versus Louboutin. Sure. Hit me with it. What is the question? What the fuck? Why are these, why are these two things? Well, they are two uh, different designer brands. Louboutins are shoes. Louboutins mm. are red bottom shoes. It's almost, you know, it's the most infuriating thing about it is how matter of fact you're talking to me like I'm not I've ex- I've explained <laughs> it to you before. And I don't mm. think it's that well, I mean, crazy. I under, you've explained it to me, and I now understand. I mean, Louis Vuitton, you know, they typically make handbags and luggage and scarves and accessories, I would say. Mm-hmm. But Louboutins are very expensive designer shoes. I don't know. It's a one word. That's actually, that's such a great, great, greatly stupid point, because <laughs> say... Uh, Say you have something like Calvin Klein. <laughs> they make clothes, pretty much sure. all clothes. Um, but I'm going to make a hat. They don't really, Calvin Klein, you know, they might have a couple hats, but they're not really exclusively hats. I'm going to make a hat called um, Calvin, Calvin <laughs> Keen. Holy fuck. <laughs> I just messed up the yeah, levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I still super loud? 
Hello. Hello. <laughs> ah, damn it, I was making a great point over here. I mean, sure. You, you, you see what I'm saying, though? It's like, why? <laughs> if you're going to come out, I assume Louis Vuitton came out afterward. It's a newer brand than Louis Vuitton. I don't know the answer to that but i i would assume but you're just gonna come onto the fashion scene and call your shit louboutin <laughs> so when said out loud everyone <laughs> and by everyone i mean me is gonna assume you're talking about louis vuitton <laughs> because mm. the, on 90 day fiance this guy's like you threw your louboutins at me because she threw her shoes at him and I'm assuming that she, he, she threw some Louis Vuittons at him. And then Morgan, to me, is like, it's not Louis Vuitton, it's Louis Vuitton. <laughs> like I'm a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, do you have an opinion on this? I mean, am I crazy? I mean, I've been in the same boat as you. Um, I don't remember when or where I was in my life when I realized that that was a thing. Uh, it was uh, many years ago. Someone in high school was probably in high school. Someone had Lou Lou Baton. I don't know. I don't remember the fucking story. I'm I'm guessing here, but is, are Lou Batons yeah, the no, same? I, as... I remember the feeling you're having. Yes. Are Lou Batons is that the same as red bottom shoes, or, or is that are those two completely different things? So, I mean, Lou Batons have red bottoms. Yes. Oh, so red bottom is like a style. It's not a brand. It's not like these are red bottom shoes. It's like, no, this, this these no, are... It's like to let you know that these are fucking extremely expensive. It's a brand identifier. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Is it so a brand other, identifier? Do other or is brands it a, do that? Is it a stock? That's what I'm saying. Like, is oh, mul- sure. Do multiple yeah. brands like have their own? Trend. Knockoff uh, Louis Vuitton's. Oh, that's, but that's, that's what I'm asking. question. Are red bottom shoes Louboutins? I mean, I'm hesitant to to say that. Yes. What was it? What? I mean, that's exclusively. Like, is it like that's that's how you say you're like, oh fuck, she's got on extremely expensive heels. Yeah. But they're Louboutins. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm asking. Like, it's it's not like Nike makes a red bottom shoe. I mean, they might. That's why I'm hesitant. No, but to. not like, oh, this is for the same. It's reason. not like a thing that's in the, the shoe sphere of like if if the every shoe that has a red bottom version is like the no. expensive pair version of the that first shoe. time this came up is uh, we were talking about Ariana Grande's yeah. seven rings, uh-huh. and she talks about her shoes with red bottoms. Right. She is referencing Louboutins. Okay. That's what that's that answers my question. So Louis Vuitton doesn't make a red bottom shoe, is what you're saying? <laughs> I, I I extremely doubt it. I'm not. I haven't looked into the subject, but if they did, it, that would be crazy. <laughs> Word. I'd get a pair. I get a pair of red bottom um, Louis Cole Hans. I'm a fan of the Cole Han shoes. <laughs> <laughs> So a pretty uh, pretty cool week. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was actually gonna do a pre 
view of this or have but now it just turns out I just got to tell the whole story because I went to the dentist, a Corona dentist experience. Yeah, I haven't heard about this yet. I went to the dentist today, so I thought on the I thought when we were going to record this earlier, so I would only be like here's what's happening to me. So like everyone uh you know, keep me in your thoughts and prayers because I'm I'm about to go out into <laughs> the dentistry world but uh, i went today uh basically uh they told me that my appointment might get moved because of all this stuff that's happening but uh if i wanted to i could still come in because they did have openings still they just had to move the time i was like okay sure uh and then and this was like a week ago and then Mm -hmm. uh then yesterday, they call me. First of all, they tell me that they're charge they uh, they're going to charge me ahead of time, so that way I don't have to pull my credit card out while I'm there. So they do the whole math of what they think I'm going to owe after insurance and stuff, and then they say that there's going to be an extra twenty five dollar disinfectant fee that goes straight to me, mm. which is great. Uh, then. So they wait. Hold on. They charge you what they have calculated might be the price to, for all the extra PPE and, and disinfecting that they have to do. And no, I mean, sorry, that's the twenty five dollars. But they charge like they know, like they have my insurance information, so they can they know like okay. what my my share of the cost of a, it's just I'm going for a cleaning, right? Um, right. So which most. I know what most people are thinking. Like, don't you get two free cleanings a fucking year? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I should, but um, this dentist isn't in network anymore for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Um, why don't you find a new a new dentist? Because that's a pain in the age. I mean, now you gotta get new X-rays. No, as soon as I show up, they're gonna X. You have to, yeah, X-ray me all over again. This dentist Mm -hmm. already did a a implant for me. I just feel like having to transfer all that shit. It's not like a part of your like medical like records now. It is, but every single dentist is always like we we like to do our own, like just to have for ourselves, and so that way we get the money. Anyways, and I really, I mean, th- these people do a good job, so I don't want to go to a dentist that doesn't. Anyways, I, uh, uh, yesterday they called me again. Uh, they, here's, here's something that I don't like. <laughs> Please call us back to confirm your appointment. I didn't pick up because I was in, like, I'm working, I'm in the middle of a meeting call them back afterwards because apparently I have to to confirm the meeting to the the appointment mm. I set up last week that I told them I'd be there for I'm now confirming it by having to call them not 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 like a text I like the text the text is fine like see text see to confirm text it yeah just text us and to confirm you're coming boom easy do I have to really yeah. call them up tell them my name mm-hmm they say, oh, let me look you up. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah, it looks like you, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Great. So anyways, today I go in. I, uh, 
they, t- they tell me not to be early. Don't be early because <laughs> they are spacing everybody out. <laughs> Please show up exactly on time. All right. Uh, as soon as I walk in, I get off the elevator, and their office is the first door getting off the elevator on the third floor of this building. I get off the elevator, and they have set up a desk outside of their office with a little girl sitting at the desk with PPE on. (laughs) And she's like, please fill out this paperwork. Uh, Oh, and when I set up the appointment to begin with, they they asked me a slew of health-related questions over the phone of, have I had any fever? Have I lost my sense of taste? Have I had diarrhea? <laughs> um, all that sort of stuff. And they said that they will be asking me again when I get there, which they do. Uh, mm-hmm. So, And they'll take my temperature. So she points a laser gun at my forehead <laughs> and takes my temperature. <laughs> and she takes my blood pressure for some reason as well. <laughs> I'm in the hallway still <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'm not in the dentist's <laughs> office. Uh, and so I'm like, thank you. Thank you. She's like, oh, by the way, you're 97.9, your temperature, just to let you know. (laughs) Great. (laughs) seems a bit cold, but good to know. Uh, and then, and then I have to fill out some paperwork and I'm just standing, I'm standing in the hallway holding the clipboard and another lady comes in. My, uh, my masks are required. So yes, I'm wearing one. While I'm standing out mm-hmm. here, another lady walks in. I assume she has an appointment adjacent to mine. Uh, she comes up to the desk and is like, "Hi, here." And she's like, "Okay, you can fill this out. Like, f- fill the, uh, these papers out." And she's like, she's lifting the clipboard up to show her the papers. And then the lady immediately back at this little girl goes, "Okay, can you set it down, please, before I pick it up?" This is a okay. Two things on that. This is a piece of paper, so it's not like their hands are going to touch. It's an eight and a half by 11. There's plenty of space for her mm-hmm. to grab the paper from her. <laughs> but the girl is like, I'm just showing you. Like, she's flipping through the pages to show her what each one is. Yeah. She's not actually, like, handing mm-hmm. it to her at that. Mm-hmm. She's showing it to her. So that's what she's, she's like. Oh, I'm just yeah. showing you. And she's like, mm-hmm. Oh, she's, she's just on edge immediately. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't want to be out of the house, I guess. Don't come to the dentist. One of those over, over, over the top, like, if you fucking go an inch this way or an inch that way, everyone in this building is getting corona, so right. do not touch we'll me. We'll just drop dead on the spot. Not, not that they're going to uh, not go in her mouth in a, <laughs> in a couple of minutes. She might catch the corona by touching this chick's gloved hand. Yeah exchanging a piece of paper anyways sign my shit i uh get taken to the back to a hygienist i've never had before and she is maybe four feet tall i want to say she might she might be four feet tall okay she's a dwarf (laughs) but not a legitimate dwarf she is a sassy old black lady oh i've had her you have you've had her yeah she's shorter than life super super chatty very chatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you told me about your chatty dentist experience. No, this is actually, this is a different young woman who went to Greece and wanted to talk to me about everything I ate and everything. No, the the very short black woman, um, she has also had breast cancer. 
Oh. And so we chatted mostly about that. But yeah, she's very upbeat. Very, I liked her. I, I, I liked her a lot too. And, but how tall would you say she is? I mean, honestly. Uh, like she's up to your tits. <laughs> and you were a short person. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And honestly, since it was the time before last, it's been like a year. So not. She's tiny. Like yeah. I felt like, especially after watching the last dance and stuff, I legitimately felt like an NBA player walking <laughs> next to her. It was crazy. Um, but she's very, uh, very, very chatty. Very, and as soon as I sit, sit down into the, into the chair, um, lightning and the thunder, thunder, thunder. That's mm-hmm. playing. And she's like, man, I love this song. Yeah, I really love this song. You know, I'm I'm down with the kids. You know, I just they have a they have just that 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 feeling and i'm like they have that energy and she's like energy that's exactly yeah. right like the, <laughs> the same lady and then yeah she's very much like everything i say she's like that's the right answer mm-hmm. that is the right answer <laughs> she's like and, and do you floss i'm like once a day she's like that's the right answer <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> oh five. my god she's like <laughs> Yeah, like at the at the, even at the very end, she's like, and, "And do you want like a like a bag to go, like a toothbrush?" Which I've never been asked that. I've just been given one usually. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take yeah. a toothbrush." She's like, "That's the right answer." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, she like, but she um, sits me down, and uh, it's funny. Like she's wearing the face shield and the mask and the head thing. And the gloves. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and I'm just wearing my just cheap mask, which I'm going to have to take off any second now because mm-hmm. they have to go into my mouth. But she hands me like the sunglasses that you wear so they can shine the light. And she hands it to me very gingerly, like so our hands don't touch, you know? Yeah. And I just found that to be rather funny. <laughs> like she's about to go in my mouth. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, it's all very funny. <laughs> like, let's gingerly hand you these sunglasses, mm-hmm. index and thumb only. I don't know. It's just, that was a funny uh, thing, I guess. Uh, she's is. actually quite, she's actually quite aggressive. Yeah. In my mouth. Like, oh. she's, uh, mm. she was grinding pretty hard. And she did this thing where she would grab my bottom teeth. Oh, like that, like that, like mm-hmm. thumb, thumb and index. Yeah. Grab my bottom teeth and like kind of pull down on my jaw a little bit. Hmm. And oh. she did it a few times. And I was like, what is that doing? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't understand why she You're was starting doing. to close up. Huh? <laughs> Except I wasn't because she actually was very adamant that I relax my like because I I go wide. Yeah, I like, do when too. I do it, I'm like, they always tell me to, to mm-hmm. like. All right. Like, I've never been told that before. Oh, really? I, they've always just done the work. I take about 15% off, buddy. Yep. Yeah, she's like, why don't you go ahead? And, yeah, she's like, you can close your mouth a little bit like so your cheeks aren't so tight or whatever. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> but yeah, she's like... And then it's a lot of the things she's telling me are things that I obviously know. Like she's talking to me like this is my first cleaning I've ever had at, at a dentist. I'm fucking 30 years old. She fucking... She's, she's saying things like, don't worry about like the scraping sound. It's a much louder in your ears than it than it actually is. Like it's it's stuff like trying to calm my nerves. Yeah. On this cleaning. <laughs> that's that's sweet. It is, I guess, but it's at the same time I'm like, bitch, I know. Come on, I know. Mm-mm. And then uh, 
But yeah, she she catches my. It's funny because before I was just telling her I'd floss every day. She's like, "You have bleeding and stuff," and I'm like, "I'm like, nope, no bleeding." And then I I catch myself and I'm like, "Well, I mean, every once in a while, maybe if I'm a little aggressive." And she's like, "That's the right answer." <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. "All right, yeah, nice. I'm not That's lying." You know? right but I really, I mean, I don't really bleed that because I'm a I'm on top of my floss game. So, uh, but that gets thrown out the window, I feel, when she's doing her stabby, stabby things, scraping my teeth, and she's catching my gums a lot. Mm. And I just, I can't see what's happening in my mouth, but I just feel like there's just pools of blood <laughs> in my mouth. Mm. <laughs> just like I could just like taste the iron, you know? So I feel like every time that happens, I feel like the person's like, this person doesn't floss. Their gums are too sensitive. I'm just like, bitch, you are mm. fucking stabbing needles into my gums <laughs> everybody's gums are bleed and then uh yeah but then my favorite thing happened i think okay my very favorite thing actually happened while i was at the dentist something that I've, that's never mm. happened before and it might be my Ooh. new favorite thing uh she she kept telling me that because of the 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 aerial nature of the covid disease that they will not be using any sort of aerosols or whatnot, uh, basically the thing that is needed to run the polisher, the electric, the yep. where they polish your teeth mm. with. Mm-hmm. So she'll be doing a manual polish. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no. So what does that even mean? What does it mean? And I was very big question marks in my <laughs> head before it went down. She just brushed my fucking teeth. <laughs> She took a fucking regular ass <laughs> toothbrush and brushed my teeth. <laughs> now I imagine parents might that. be used to brushing other people's teeth, like little kids and stuff, like mm-hmm. from that angle. Yeah. But I'm like, how used to like how used to like brushing other people's teeth is a dental hygienist, you know? Like <laughs> I feel like this isn't something they really do that often. Right. That's so funny. Well, I mean, they probably do it with the polisher. Like, it's a very similar movement. Yeah, but that's that's like a fucking, like, tip. Like, it's like, and it's like, they don't have to, like, do a back and forth motion because the thing's spinning. (laughs) That's true. She is brushing my fucking teeth. (laughs) I mean. I would have been like, I can probably handle this part. (laughs) And then another first, uh, she's like, okay, all done. And I never see the actual dentist, which usually that's yeah. part of the whole reason why you're there, is the dentist then mm-hmm. comes and looks in your fucking mouth and that's gives weird. you a, a doctor's opinion right. on what's going on. But she tells me, like, yeah, no, your next appointment in November, uh, then the dentist will actually come and give you a check, check up on you and stuff. Oh. And I'm like, cool, I'm glad Maybe I'm paying full price. COVID-related? I yeah. guess it has to be. But I'm not only full yeah. price, more than full price for the extra... Cleaning the, costs, yeah. disinfecting costs. And that was, I mean, that was my trip to the $25. dentist. $25, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know. And then she walked me out. She said, don't stop, just keep walking. Like, don't, no stopping, just keep walking. <laughs> I'm walking next to her, towering over her. Um, yeah. Nice. But yeah, she was really nice. Sweet lady, very aggressive on the scrapes, though. That's my only <laughs> feedback. Oh, man. Yeah. In case she's listening. 
<sighs> yeah. Well, I have an H two over. If oh, we're oh at yeah, it. bring it on. I'm H two over Lou Bouton, but go okay. Ahead. I mean, this is just something. First of all, Jordan can attest to my uh, demeanor. Maybe the past day and a half or so, I've been a little on the irritable side. You'd be fine. Okay. Uh, so I'm H2 over our fucking mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) Our keys do not, oh my God, I don't even know how to explain it. Our keys do not fit in the key slot, in the key slot. (laughs) They do, but like it takes minutes, right? Like if you're successful. Like, like the level of aggression you have to shake the key to get it in is is feels like you're going to rip the whole mailbox out of the cement. Which I almost have just done just out because I've gotten real short tempered. <laughs> and then uh, if you're lucky enough to get it in there, sometimes you can turn it to open the mailbox. Sometimes you cannot. So yesterday was the time mm. you, you you could not do that. Uh, the and micro fluctuations of the I don't know the heat. I don't the, the, just the temperature know. are making know. it so. And so this is my theory. Some, that's sometimes my th- the key works. Yeah, sometimes it sometimes doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. So that's why I've been trying at different times a day. Uh, anyway, if you're lucky enough to get the key in there, um, I don't know. You're in for seventy a per five, seventy-five percent of the time. You cannot get it out. I had to call Jordan. This is the second time I've had to call yeah. him and say, "My enti- all my keys are stuck in the fucking mail. I, I haven't checked the mail. I just, mm. it, it's stuck and I've been yanking on it. She's ready to move. No, <laughs> but I'm a very upset by it. I'm like, we, so we just can't check our fucking mail. Like I'm not happy and I need assistance in order to remove the key from the key slot after I've unsuccessfully opened the box. Morgan's been making scenes all around the neighborhood. <laughs> She's the other day we uh, moved. We had to move the trash out behind out of the garage so that people can pick it up. Mm. It's typically a Jordan chore, but that's okay. I was willing to do it. That don't mind. It's typically my job to do. I mean, I've been. Uh, Pretty, it's been a, it's been a phasing experience trying to because we have more trash than we can fit, mostly more recycling like cardboard boxes and shit that we can fit inside of the recycling thing. Which it's like, yeah, you can buy more, but then we'll have too much eventually. It's just we'll, we're we're just phasing it for now, you know. Like we'll get as much as we can, and I fit, I fucking, I I compact that shit, and I get so much. You do. And then, but Morgan would put it out. And I, I had the same exact problem the first time I did it, but I just assumed that I would be always the one to do it, so I didn't know Morgan would be run into the same issue. But she puts the shit out, and then she goes to close the garage, and it's not closing. It's doing the thing where it starts to close, and then it reverses its process like something is triggering the the um, sensor or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm still in bed, and then I just hear Morgan pitter-patter up the stairs she's like i cannot 
get the garage door open. We're open. I'm freaking out in the in the alleyway. And like, there are fucking. I have my pajamas on still. You know, I'm not like clothed. Mm-hmm. I have wrestled with both both trash bins. I've moved them farther into the road. I've moved them like to the left. I've moved them to the right. It, very full trash, very full recycling, and like people are like watching me. Like I, it's it's <laughs> extremely stressful oh for me. <laughs> I cannot get the fucking thing to close, and I am cursing down there. I mean, I am, I'm upset. And then finally, I go great. So I was going to do this cool chore for Jordan so that he didn't have to come all the way downstairs because I'm getting up earlier than him and and it'll be whatever. And then I'm like, cool. I can't get the goddamn garage door to close. Like, yeah. So uh, basically what it is is the sensor that fucking lines up. Like there's two sensors on both sides of the garage and they like, I guess – you know, there's one that's feeding the sensor and one that's receiving it. So mm-hmm. if something breaks that line, it'll trigger the garage to not close all the way. And one of the sensors is just kind of loose. So if you nudge it at all, it's misaligned. And so it won't close the garage. So right where the garage, right, right where the trash is, the can is right where that sensor is. So it's just inevitable. Like when I first did it, I did the same thing. Or when I, as I was moving the trash, it just bumped that sensor. Mm-hmm. So Morgan just did the same thing. I just went downstairs and I just like tweaked it. <laughs> just tweaked it. <laughs> and there's a green light that it, uh, it flickers when it's not aligned and then it's solid when it is aligned. Mm. And so I just nope. beep. It was a and, real. And so this, uh, yeah, that happened. I was actually, I kind of knew like when <laughs> first Morgan, thing when I morning. heard her pitter patter up the stairs, I was like, she probably can't get the garage <laughs> <very> close. <laughs> she comes in freaking out, and I just am sitting there like, it ain't no thing. Yeah. Don't worry, I got this. This was first thing in the morning. Because she thought that it was like, she like everything was broken. We're going to have to call somebody. And I was just like, nah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And then I tried to check the mail a couple hours later and got all the keys stuck in the mailbox. So it's a it's really... quite the day. Quite the... It's really testing my patience. <laughs> H two over it. Do you have any uh, other things for your segments? Uh, no. I mean, I've tried to think of a cooking corner thing, but other than the fact that I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to go out and get us food after this because I, I'm just hungry and I can't deal with the non-food situation. We anymore. have tortellini. Eat the tortellini. I did. I already ate a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, but yeah, our, our stovetop is getting repaired tomorrow. Finally, that turned into a several hundred dollar thing for our stove <laughs> that is apparently on its last leg. What's legs, wrong with your stovetop? Even though it's working great. Oh, just one of the burners doesn't work. What it does now. Right. Mm. <laughs> it actually thing. does, but it's it's you know, <laughs> it's a attempt fix. But is it? It's kind of funny. It's like this. It works fine how it is, I but know. the guys like to actually get it legit fixed. I got you. Uh, you have drop. to pay several hundred dollars for me to install this part that I didn't think would be available because your stove is so old. 
but that'll be done. Then I will have that marked off the list, which will feel good. Um, but th- to tie into that, uh, we did get a follow-up to, to Hannah's original fan mail that came the following oh, this day. This is the same. We're jumping into Morgan's. Morgan has taken over the readfellas at gmail.com. Email us at readfellas at gmail.com Please for your questions, comments, concerns. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, give us a topic you want to discuss. Uh, any and all things like that. Readfellas at gmail.com. Anyway, it's just a short follow-up, but she had mentioned she, you know, she didn't know that KitchenAid made stoves and blah, blah, blah. And so follow-up email. Uh I was served the attached ads from KitchenAid merely three hours after sending my original email. I I rescind my previous (laughs) appliance question, and it is seriously four different (laughs) KitchenAid appliance advertisements, which I think is really funny. And they they aid in always kitchen. (laughs) Always kitchen. Is that all from the Reedfell's Gmail front? Yeah, well, I mean, the only other thing is we did receive a comment on the on the most recent episode, Baloney in Our Sacks. Okay. From Reed Fella Ian, and in his comment was "Best show ever in history," all caps. So I you agree. Can, you can see that at uh, readfellas wow. if you if you want to see for yourself or now, make your own comment. This is just a logistical thing He's since you're the, you're the manager. Uh, do we need to, I mean, I know we don't have much content to go off of at the moment, but do we need to go into all comments There aren't on many. the website as well? There are not many. Um, we can, but that, I, think I would say maybe moving forward. Until it becomes forward, an overflow, might as well. Right. I think we have like couple of likes and one com- one or two comments at most. Right, but I guess I guess do we do that because then it gives then it gives up the ghost that we only got one comment whereas if we don't mention it then it's right. like, then it's like there you go. Cuz now we're like we're saying this out loud cuz we didn't get many now now people aren't going to do it cuz like well I don't want to be the only one. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think uh I'm thinking we should just exclusively do emails. Like that should be the one stop. I don't want to like send people like, or you can leave a comment. We'll sure. read it there or, or you do that. It's like right, go that may, that email sense. us at refills. If you want a, the thing to be read mm-hmm. on air, you want us to have something that we discuss. That's readfellas at gmail.com. Correct. R E E D. F E L L A S at gmail.com. What if, like, they didn't realize that the way it's spelled and we have, there's a fuck ton of <laughs> emails at like readfellows.com or something? <laughs> Doubt it. But, anyways, so that brings us to now that we're doing listener, listener feedback stuff, that brings us to the obvious maintenance uh, topic. And before we do this, Megan sent us two uh, audio files, and she told me uh, I can't listen to them till the show. And I w- I'm going to go ahead and abide by that. I didn't listen to them yet on this, but I'm going to. Uh, she's listening right now. I'm going to let you know 
that that you better bring the fire on these audio <laughs> files because if I can't listen to them ahead of time and I'm just gonna blindly play Jordan this is shit, very upset right now. He is. <laughs> He is, uh... I'm just saying that's that's too much power. I'm not gonna fucking let somebody, some outside listener, uh-huh. tell us that there's gonna be some out of the blue content here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you if you if we can't listen to it, if I can't listen to it ahead of time, yeah, I was kind of down with last week's where Jamal listened to it, and then Jamal, up to Jamal's discretion, of whether or not we play it. On the other hand, I do kind of like not listening because then it's like it's not on me if we decide to play it (laughs) and it sucks. (laughs) So I'm just saying that I'm totally down, Megan, to play these without listening to to them first. But if this this is some garbage, I'm going to let you know. Okay, so (laughs) this better be some fire. (laughs) I'm actually I'm actually down for a no a blind listen for maybe maybe one audio file, but you, you gave two. And I'm not a double blind test. I don't know if that's <laughs> if that's uh, something we should be doing here. But here's the first one, all right? I don't even know if I should read the the file name. Should, am I allowed to read the file name? I don't know. Here we go. All right, in alphabetical order this time. Jamal, Jordan, and Morgan. Recently, we were hanging out with some friends, and the discussion of tattoos got brought up because Alaska is slowly opening stuff and tattoo places, piercing, and hair salons are now open. And so we're talking about tattoos, and that brought up face tattoos and how more and more you're seeing people, famous people, artists, whatever, having face tattoos. And I was wondering if you think they're pretty cool. Or if people should never do it because, in the words of Jordan, it looks like absolute garbage. I mean, also, as a side note, oh. I'm not against tattoos. I have many <laughs> tattoos. But the idea of a face tattoo <laughs> P.S. is just absolutely absurd in my mind. <laughs> I like that ending. Like, she doesn't want the listeners to get yeah. mad at her. Uh, I mean, all I can say is they're not for me. Face tattoos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I th- I really think that you should have to prove some sort of it should be like buying sanity a gun or something or yeah like it should be a way there should be a, you should have to register this is the face that tattoo I want correct and you should there should be a waiting period yeah and and. Preferably not under the age of 25. Yeah. Preferably, preferably not under the age of 55. <laughs> um, I feel <laughs> after that, you're pretty well established in whatever it is that you're probably doing in life. So go do whatever the fuck you want. But before then, what are you doing? I mean, I guess these, these cats, these cool, these artists out there, Post Malone and whatnot, who have these face tattoos. I mean, I, it's part of like a whole image thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of with the package. And I understand at that point, it's like they're, they're selling themselves. And right. part of that is marking their face and look how crazy this tattoo is. So I kind of get that. Uh, again, yeah, not for me. But what but, first comes to mind is, uh, 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 a frequent 
segment on your mom's house, which is another podcast we listen to, highly recommend, of the insane clown posse tattoos and how, mm, you know, mm-hmm. how big of a mistake that was in his life. And Yeah, they feature a guy who tattoos the most bonkers tattoo. It's the funniest thing. I mean, oh my God. I mean, it's, it's legitimately black bars over his mouth, over his eyes. He's a big, a, no, <laughs> a big black, black circle nose. on his nose. I mean, it's just like shapes yeah. on his <laughs> big, thick shapes all over his face. It's unfortunate, and and he's um, in the process of getting them removed because it's re- guess what? He can't carry on at quite a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he didn't, uh, you know, drugs and alcohol. He's found Jesus since then, and yeah. So take that as a cautionary tale. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I feel like there is a responsibility of tattoo artists when someone walks in and is like, yeah. I want this black bar over right. my mouth and over my eyes. And I want you to just go ahead and paint a big black clown nose on my fucking <laughs> nose for the guy to be like, you know what, man? Like, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. I wouldn't do it. It's just... I mean, I wouldn't do it to somebody. Tattoo whatever the fuck you want on any part of your body that you can cover but when it comes to tattooing your face i mean you are out of your fucking mind if you choose to do that (laughs) you're you're absolutely you're an insane person if you see someone with a face tattoo you're an insane clown posse yeah i mean don't fuck with somebody with a face tattoo they're they're obviously they don't have a good sense of what is okay Right, it's an advertisement (laughs) to your complete, like, lack of ability to participate in society, (laughs) honestly. I mean, here's the thing. If if there's tattoos all, if if you're covered in tattoos, I mean, what's a face tattoo at that point? You know, it's like, whatever. As long Mm -hmm. as it's, like, not completely jarring. You know, whatever, if it's like on on your temple, if there's something that's whatever, you know, wh- I don't know, subtle things, I, I guess, again, not for me, but if it's like, let's say it's your first tattoo, <laughs> you should not be allowed to get a face tattoo as your first, you should have to have at least five tattoos before you can get the face <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. You need to upgrade to the face. That's a good rule of thumb. You should probably seek some sort of therapy as to why you feel you need that much attention to where It's like getting an abortion. Like (laughs) you need to be counseled first before they go through with the procedure. Well, I mean, (laughs) I just don't know why you would subject yourself to that sort of onslaught of Attention. Attention. I mean, that's why they're doing it. They want the onslaught. Exactly. That's the problem. That's why they think Therein they want. The I mean, they will <laughs> regret it. Obviously, I don't. I, I. I mean, I can't wait to see Post Malone when he's eighty. He's yeah. definitely. I mean, I mean he'll whatever. probably make it to a hundred. Like, I mean, truly, like I don't care if you. I mean, seriously, don't care. But um, yeah, no, I don't think it's a good idea. They're going to go out of, first of all, the reason I've never gotten a tattoo is because, I mean, 
I don't know about y'all, but my interests, passions, sense of style, uh, I don't know, general sense of self tends to evolve over time. Mm. There's, there's not much, sure, a couple things, I guess if there was, I don't know, like some sort of tragedy, some sort of homage, I don't know, of a person who Tattoo is very important. I mean, like, I don't, eh, I would not do that. Mm-hmm. Those are always a little <laughs> questionable most of the time, not all the time. Uh, but I don't trust, I wouldn't trust an artist to tattoo that on me. Uh, but I just, I mean, it's a very permanent part of you. And I don't like the idea of the, this is 100% my own issue. I, I just, I know that eventually I would be like, I fucking hate this tattoo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm yeah. the same way. It's almost like I would rather have no tattoos at all or at least 15 tattoos. Yeah. Like once you have like a bunch of tattoos and sure. it's like, cool. Now everything's you're just sort- decorating. Now you don't have just like one fucking doll <laughs> on a swing set, like right. weird, <laughs> like out of context tattoo. What the fuck? <laughs> On your butt cheek or whatever. like. But once you have many, then everything sort of is like, yeah, whatever. Like, I got that tattoo at this point in my life. And it's just, it sort of tells a story or whatever. I get that. I get, sure. it's kind of cool. It's not for, again, not for me. I don't right. Let but, me put it this way. I've gotten several piercings in my life, all of which I've removed and have allowed to grow over. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, it's kind of in that vein for me of like, yeah, at the time, it seemed kind of cool, and then I realized that I, you know, I don't feel like that person anymore. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there's very few things that I feel like I'm still into now that I was For when sure. I was 18 years old. So, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, yeah, but nothing that where I would be like, tattoo this on me. Mm-hmm. One, I'm not a good enough artist myself to be, to be like, this looks good. Like, I can hardly pick the fucking drapes in our house. Oh, my God. I'm not going to pick we, we are so, the art that's on my body. We're so challenged when it comes to interior decoration. What about you, Jamal? I'm so fucking good at it, dude. <laughs> what about the I'm just talking about tattoo, like, in general. Like, do you want one? You've I'm thought so about it? No. No, I mean, I thought about it when I was younger, when I was, like, like maybe, like, right out of high school i was i had given it some thought i had friends that were getting tattoos and shit and i thought yeah maybe i get this and i had a few ideas for things i might want to get tattoos but i definitely committed myself to like all right if this is what it's going to be you know like make it your phone wallpaper for like a year before you (laughs) before you decide to get it tattooed on your fucking body that's a good that's a good thing like that and i always grew out of it you know i was like yeah it's whatever yeah i would even i mean i wouldn't even have it on my wallpaper for the whole year you know you're like "Ah, yeah it's almost the equivalent like i thought it was a good idea back in the day before smartphones like you could have uh like i had a flip phone where you could choose this a song to play for your alarm in the morning yeah and it's like i'm gonna pick a song that i enjoy oh so that you can 
absolutely fucking hate idea. it. Yeah. Exactly. But that's how I feel like, like yeah. what you're doing with it. Like something yeah. you love so much you could put on your body and now you're just going to end up hating it because you oh see it God. all the time. I can't imagine mm-hmm. listening, waking up to a song that I love. It's like the most miserable. Well, the song I picked was Wake Up oh. by Arcade Fire. Okay. Cool. So I was all about that life for a while. What? You picked Wake Up by Arcade Fire. To this, the, as the song I wake up to. Wow. No, I get it, but I'm just. When was this? When would this have been? High school. Junior and senior God year. Damn. Probably the beginning of college, too. I think I got a. I think I might have got an iPhone, like. Maybe my second year of college or something. I can't remember, but yeah. Hmm. Yep. My ringtone was the Sesame Street <laughs> theme song. And my alarm was what? wake up. That's my ringtone. Okay. All right. I didn't sense a bunch of hate coming from you. I don't know why. <laughs> grew up. I nah, grew up. Nah, grew up with nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's similar to the yeah, tattoo no, thing. But... I was like, let me pick something I was into 18 years ago. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. I just thought of another H2 over. Oh, okay. It's over, kind of H2 a... overload over. It's not some, something that we've. <laughs> Uh, talked about or that's come up recently but we're talking about just phone sounds and <laughs> first of this all is gr- this is a great one i have a i have a deep contempt for anyone who has any sound on their phone but <laughs> but the worst is the uh the camera shutter thank you the camera shutter sound oh boy and and it's usually like a quiet type of an event that they're taking a picture and it's like over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again or it's like oh we're on our honeymoon and we're like i don't know on a boat ride like i can't think of specific timings (laughs) Any time is unacceptable. I actually can think of a very specific mm-hmm. time, but I don't know if it's appropriate uh-huh. to mention. <laughs> uh, you know, or if someone is like singing a song <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is a great opportunity to snap a bunch of photos. Mm-hmm. And it, full volume. And it's like, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know what... Well, what's the blocker in your mind to, yeah. to realize that this isn't distracting? Yeah. That this isn't now bleeding into the experience? Right. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, it, it's uh. Well, it's, it's definitely I usually I older people who don't know how to work their fucking phones. Well, I feel like that's for the sure, they don't know how to work their phone, and they always have their volume on because. Yeah. I mean, they're. Because they can't fucking hear. They can't hear, and they're but just they used to hearing a tone to answer the phone. It's right. like they, to just have it vibrate. I feel like And they're like used that's to their cameras concept. making noise. Right. And they're used to their cameras making noises or something, but it's like, 
I don't know, then take fewer pictures or like, like, how do you not realize that you're drawing everyone's attention to you now? You're distracting everybody. But maybe they're used to a time when events happened where pictures were being taken at the that event. They you hear camera shutters. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's that's the uh, nostalgia for them. Hearing the camera shutter is almost like that's what they're used to hearing when they see events. Other people, other people's cameras shutter. So that brings them more into the experience. It drives me <laughs> absolutely insane. <laughs> Yeah, H two over. Well, this is the best platform. Yeah, it's the best usage of the segment. You know, you sort of Larry David your way into these. You know, these sort of. You're saying what it's on all of our minds in a way. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan telling it like it it out there. Yes. (laughs) All right. So, are we ready for uh, Megan's second topic? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Okay, so last time, since I only said hello to Mojo and not Jamal, this time I say hello to all the Reed fellas, and this question goes out to all of you. (laughs) Uh, Last (laughs) night we ordered sushi to go, and it was great. And in conversation, we realized that um, American size portions of sushi are absolutely outrageous because you take a bite, one bite, is the hugest bite you've ever had, and you can't cut it in half, so you just got to pop the whole thing in your mouth, and then you look like a squirrel with all this food in your mouth, and it's extremely unattractive. I don't think anyone should ever go to sushi for a first date or a first anything important to impress someone, and I don't understand why they're such big sizes, and it's pretty consistent with most every sushi place I've ever been to or gotten uh, takeaway from. So, yeah. How do you guys feel about sushi? <laughs> I very much agree with this question, uh, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, <laughs> and here's what I've found. This is why I order nigiri, typically. Nigiri is my favorite. Because um, now we're just talking some rice with a piece of fish over it. It's usually manageable. When you get into the rolls with the seaweed, with the pulling and the, the with impossibility the crust, and the, the crusting, yeah. every time I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is difficult to eat. Like, and you, and you can't bite it in half because of the seaweed situation. Um, yeah. So, yeah, as far as the, the rolls, like the special rolls go, you know... Um, Completely on board. I, I like a nigiri and some maybe a small uh, tuna roll or something on the side of a, a different of a different dish. Um, I mean, of course, we do order rolls like the bigger on occasion, but I actually read the ingredients list and try and gauge how much shit they're going to put on this thing. Yeah, I like a simple roll. Yeah, a spicy tuna. Give me something simple for if I'm gonna get a roll, which I usually do. I, I like the variety of rolls, mm-hmm. but a spicy tuna is where it's at. At the place we go mm-hmm. to, there's the Red Dragon. I'm really a big fan of that. Anyone that has a little bit of a kick and has and has some tuna in it. Yep. Maybe add a little avocado in there. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't mad at that. But uh, yeah, other than that, nigiri I really love. It's funny. I feel like this question was supposed to be played first. It's okay. 
but oh, I know it's okay. Yep. But uh, it doesn't matter. They came in, Megan, uh, in that order. That's just the order I got them in. So that's the <laughs> way that's, that's the order I played them. But to her point of not bringing a date on there, I have to disagree. I feel like sushi is a great food. Uh, at least for me. I mean, maybe not for some people. Some people might get diarrhea with sushi. But like for me, I never get full on sushi. I never have that big bloated feeling. I, I feel like for post date completely mood, agree. Sushi is definitely the way to go. I was actually gonna say that, and then I got lost in my in my rant over here. But uh, yeah, because it it doesn't. You don't feel like yeah. You don't have that after meal like fucking exhaustion, discomfort. Your clothes usually still fit. You dropped a couple bills. They're impressed. They you, they they've seen you know how to use chopsticks. They're impressed. Right. They're clean flavors, you know, like and you've ginger between, so it's like it's very breath friendly. I don't ginger between, but yeah, uh, I I fucking I love sushi ginger. It's my, <laughs> I eat all of that shit. But yeah, so. Yeah, sushi. I guess feel about wasabi. This is a little. I little love wasabi. Wasabi is uh, definitely my favorite. I can't get enough of it. The, the uh, burn. You is ever so just good. take globs of wasabi just for the experience of mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I mean, I'll fucking, I'll dab. I love a good I, nasal I'll dab, cleanse. Dude. I'll fucking get wasabi in me, and then just that feeling of like, God damn it, and then yeah, it's a God damn it followed by yeah, yeah. Woo. I try to Sam Harris that shit. I like take a big old glob and I'm like, just be in the moment, <laughs> just to let yeah. it wash Give over me that you. Nose it's fucking, burn, it's fun. That nose burn, man. Yeah, and you're like, woo, it's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm craving sushi, but good. We should get some because we me have a place right across the street, and I'm starving. Yeah, but I'm not a, the biggest fan of takeout sushi. I know, me either. Like sushi goes bad. Immediately, like they need to put that shit right in front of you, and you need to eat that stuff. <laughs> if you have that any at room temp for longer than ten minutes, it starts to taste like uh, food poisoning. That's what it tastes like. So it doesn't really refrigerate <laughs> well either. Yeah, and it's it's too expensive for like a fucking whim. I know, like a delivery. Like here, it's been sitting. Like here what's for happening in the back of my mind this whole time is like. Am I going to go to Whole Foods and just get kale and try and make a quick kale salad? Am I going to, what am I going to do here for food? Mm-hmm. And so that's what's running on the in the background. What's the front runner? Oh, I haven't, there is none. I would appreciate assistance if you have. <laughs> we can get sushi. Okay. I just need a little by. bit. That's the problem with the other times. Like now that we live right across from a sushi spot. It's not the best sushi, but it's, it's also it's also not as expensive. It's cheap sushi. Right. So maybe that's the way to go. All right. <laughs> Morgan's happy now, smiling. <laughs> uh what do you got, Jamal? What do you got? I got fucking shit. Most of the shit I had to say was about the last dance. So it's all about how sweet I thought Steve Kerr was and that I thought it was fucking crazy. He's so sweet. Michael had the flu and came back. So that is pretty much all I'm bringing to the table. Um, Well, as far as sushi goes, I somewhat agree with Megan, though. I do agree 
on the aesthetic of putting these big ass rolls in your mouth. Now, I but I do I would say for the most part I I agree with what you're saying. Like if you went if you're smart about it and you went the nigiri route or you went just like a plain old tuna roll route, I see your points you're making. Sashimi too. And and I ain't got no fault with it. But I have been on sushi dates and I have felt what what uh what Megan's talking about. Yeah. It felt like I wish I had gone somewhere else <laughs> instead. Yeah, the I mean it can definitely be uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean I guess it's been a while since I've been in the dating game, but yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I'm not like really trying to be honest with myself because my my instinct is to be like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be that embarrassed to have a mouthful of food and you know draw like definitely point it out don't like try to be like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, listening like while I'm trying to like play it off no be like oh like oh mm-hmm. like we all know we're both aware that mm-hmm. these are big bites so it's like can we get on the same level it's like I, 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 don't, I just don't see that being a deal breaker for the other person to see you with a mouthful of food. I can understand, maybe from like the right, female perspective, like they don't want to look like they have the mouthful of food or something. Like that, that would be mm-hmm. like, oh, look at this nasty girl or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't understand why that would be a problem. Uh. Like if it's just it's just one of those like cut the shit sort of things. Like we all understand, we're all on the same page here. Jordan has no patience for. I just don't like it when someone pretends like something like oh like. You're not doing things within the lines. You're not coloring within the lines. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. I mean. For stuff like that, I mean, if someone. It's almost like it would make it would be a deal breaker for me if they put a big mouthful of sushi in their mouth and then they were like trying to pretend like it was a like a bad thing or I don't know like <laughs> what <laughs> like like, like <laughs> someone's trying to eat and then they're pretending like oh I'm blowing it. Because I have a big mouthful of food right now. <laughs> I'm like, now you're blowing it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Uh huh. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, these are great topics, man. I mean, okay, you you gained yeah. a little bit of trust to where we can continue the streak. Uh, I mean, yeah. Keep bringing the heat, and then I, I won't listen to him ahead of time. I actually, I mean, I like the idea better of not listening to him ahead of time. I don't want to have to pre sure. have my thoughts all pre worked out. I don't want that. I like being hit with a question and then giving my initial response. I feel like that's better for the pod. It's just that, yeah, they just got to be great questions. They can't be bullshit questions. And I like how you kept them short. Definitely keep that. Uh, keep them. Under a minute, that'd be great. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then everyone else who's listening, um, readfellas at gmail.com is your go-to spot. Get us up. 
Um, I, I, I mean, I love doing this at the end of the show. You're doing, I mean, I, I want more. I like how Megan sends us these yes. questions. I like having listener feedback and then working off that. It makes our job a lot easier, especially during this quarantine when coming up with topics is hard. Like topics yeah. are like, they don't necessarily have to be stories that happen to you. I mean, especially now that that's complete, that's pretty much non-existent. I mean, I was lucky, lucky enough to go mm-hmm. to the dentist today to be able to right. tell that we story. We went for a long walk on Saturday. That's true. Yeah, we did go to, we went on a walk. But I mean, do we have a story from that? Nope. Exactly. We have so. a big park near us. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool park. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But yeah, so topics can just be like anything as far as like, oh, I just thought of this idea or I thought of um, this conundrum, you know? Or hey, are you guys into sushi? It can be as simple as that. So. Yeah, I think uh, that brings us to the end of the pod. Unless Jamal, I know you said you didn't have much, but I feel like you have to have one more thing in you. Oh, we do have one more thing. I don't. Oh shit! What? Uh, and now this is—I don't know. This has become almost the forgotten thing. But we have a podcast pickup. Of course we do. You can check it out. It is a. Uh, it is of Morgan in Ravello, Italy. This is this picture was taken on the steps of Ravello during our honeymoon, um, and I we I just thought it was a funny picture because she's like she's given a bunch of sass in the picture, and uh, it's it's a uh, we're going crazy with the the new iPhone 10 at that point. Our what is 11? it? 11. 11, sorry, the iPhone 11, and it, had a, mm-hmm. it has that uh, 2X and 0.5X lens. So with the 0.5X lens where you get that big fisheye, uh, you can capture a lot more things in the picture, but for things like this, it can distort the edges. And so it looks like Morgan is um, playing with the bowls in this picture. She's got... Incredibly <laughs> long legs. Love you more than a man that's ten feet tall. Exactly. That's right. So yeah, check that out. Podcast pick. You can go to readfellas.com to see that. Or Jamal, I guess, is using the podcast picks now as promotional material to to push. Yeah, the I've been out. doing some of that. I don't do it with all of them. We'll see if I use it with this one. If I can make a nice little uh, design out of it, I feel like. You know, I always put, you know, the episode whatever at uh, fucking check it out at readfellas.com or it's also on the podcast app, you know. So um, let's get some traffic, you know. Let's get some traffic, guys. <laughs> let's let's rev up the traffic a little bit. and uh, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we got those podcast picks. And, and uh, also... Uh, last week we we got there was like a little mini ar- argument. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but um, I I picked the the opening track, and I was like Morgan wasn't giving me anything, and Morgan was like I gave you a bunch of shit, and I was like you gave me one thing, mm-hmm. and that was what I played today. I just played Hot Shower by Chance the Rapper. Um, that was the opening song. Uh, we never mentioned it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So now I, I, I played it so that Morgan, because she recommended it again today, and I was like, okay, 
I'm going to play it. Move on. So that way she has to give me some new shit. It's week. kind of been my uh, mantra during quarantine since I'm, um, you know, hygiene hasn't been super on point, although I feel like I am getting more <laughs> consistent. So I try and hype myself up with hot shower. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So that is, uh, that's all we have. And now uh, we will close with hot shower by a chance the rappers. I'm going to quit talking and I'm going to put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. This is second round. I'm trying to speed more. Going stupid. Going crazy. Big gas in that Mercedes. Pull up lit. Going 30. Pull up big. In a hurry. Shoot your shot. Flex a lot. Big cheese. Hell at night. Chopping screw. Michael Watts, point them out, air them out, give me right, sip a Sprite, 180, half pipe, hot damn hot water, hot shower, hot land of smoking green cauliflower, tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour, and my lawyer say a surgeon, I'ma call him in an hour. damn. Think I got a new lawsuit, I need to come see you. What's that? I got a new whip, you know what a car do. Turn your bitch to an eater. Mm-hmm. She say we don't got enough room to get okay. freaky in here cause it's just a two-seater. Okay. Am I still considered a trick if I get her a hoopty and buy me a beam? Uh-uh. I had a new case but the judge had to throw it out, my lawyer beat it like team. I always find a way to get ahead with my intelligence.